are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. 2022 big success SaaS stock. He invested over 2 million bucks of his own capital to bring 3,700 folks in the SaaS world together, 1,500 founders, 17 to 18 side events. He's building his own team, now 22 people, getting ready for SaaS stock 2023, October 16th in Dublin. Go get tickets now. Ticket prices are increasing at a regular pace every 7 to 14 days. So the longer you wait, the more expensive it is. You want to go grab a ticket. Great speakers. You're going to learn from Eric and Jonathan, his go-to-market motion, 10 years of lessons from growing air called over 130 million bucks of revenue. Also, Greg at Muckrack, why did he bootstrap to 50 million revenue and then decide to take $180 million sort of secondary uh, uh, round from Susquehanna, including partially a secondary. And then lastly, again, something SASAC just does so well is the community. You're going to meet folks that are going to these Mykonos retreats that are doing 10 million of revenue. Hey, folks, my guest is Alex Suma, recent guest. He's come on every year as he's built SAS stock. I think launched back in, what was it, 2017, Alex? 2016, uh, almost there, but yeah, um, yeah, it's been a while. Dude, 10-year anniversary coming up. That's pretty crazy. Seven years in, which is amazing, including COVID. But guys, he's doing much more than SaaS. He's got his own fund now. He's launched a founder membership. He's got SaaS Society. He's got a software play with VentureDues. We're going to jump into all of it today. Alex, you ready to take us to the top? I am, and great to be back. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about 2022 first. Your flagship event is in Dublin, uh, obviously, sastock.com. Looking back at 2022, sort of from your perspective as a conference organizer, what worked well, what didn't work well, and what changes are you testing or going to try here in 2023? Yeah, good question. Uh, I, I think like uh, the, the great thing about 2022 was it was just our return to in-person, right? Sastock was back after, a well, almost a three-year hiatus because the last one was in 2019, uh, and then we had two years of COVID of doing, you know, uh, a shitload of virtual conferences and and and, and webinars, right? So um, it, it really benefited from that, um, you know, feel good feeling of everybody coming back to to Sasdoc, and there's a real like family uh, and special entrepreneurial vibe uh, at Sasdoc, and a lot of people that have been to three, four, five, six Sasdoc conferences. Uh, and the fact that everybody could get back to Dublin and, and and celebrate and be at that event and connect with each other, uh, that really that really worked because again it, we just kind of felt that vibe and energy in the the show floor, right? I think it's it's not something that you get at every conference. And I was speaking with somebody yesterday about uh, another SaaS conference that uh, was in the US, and they just said it was kind of like there's a real lack of vibe. Uh, uh, there, according to them, right? I, I I wasn't there, but you know, something that you get with SaaS stock is that is that vibe, and you know, you you look left, you look right, you've got an entrepreneur, uh, you know, founder sitting uh, next to you or standing next to you, um, and and, and I think with that, uh, just that hype and the excitement, and certainly pre-event uh, was higher than ever, right? And and just like online, we were blowing up online. Uh, and you know it was really kind of like getting interest of like everybody within uh, and without and outside of the community. So people like Paddy Crosgrave from Web, Web Summit was like, "What's going on?" Like Sastock is kind of everywhere, you know, online. And so he had to come down and you know see it for himself. Uh, and and he really enjoyed the events. And you know we'll be coming back uh, uh, this year. But I think um, uh, so that was kind of one thing pre-event, like during the event. So we did the bootstrap stage for the first time. 
Uh, and and that was, I think, long overdue, right? Because Sastock is really well known, I think, you know, for being this event where you've got a ton of uh, SaaS investors and you go there, you're going to meet an investor, whether it's sort of pre-seed through to, uh, you know, growth stage. And and now, obviously, we've got, you know, alternative, uh, um, you, you know, uh, funding uh, as well, sort of, you know, revenue-based uh, uh, funding providers uh, uh, as well, right? But um, you've got a ton of VCs and we're known for getting connected and just doing meetings to learn about how you can fund your SaaS. But we also have always had this sort of small, uh, small-ish, small I would say, you know, bootstrap contingent that's probably not that be, uh, been that well served through the content. Because if you look at the scale stage and the growth stage, almost everybody is is, is venture-backed. So that's on those, yep. uh, on those stages, right? So we decided to the boot, bootstrap stage last year for the first time. You guys were, you know, found a path that were heavily involved uh, in that um and it was great and we got people like you know stefan smolders uh was, was up there sort of speaking uh expanding yeah, uh, yeah. eight million in revenue now he's killing eight, it. eight million in revenue now yeah eight and then we had we had mahaned from hot jar you know they yep. were well I, I don't know 40 50 million or whatever and obviously sold to content square so that was really good and really resonated and we saw that actually there was a large bootstrap community uh there and obviously that's returning because that worked really well uh you know for us right um so I think though that that was good, and also something that um, you, you know I, I would say it's a bit like in a, inadvertent uh, that's kind of worked quite well is just that there's just an ecosystem of side events that are just building around Sastock. How many side events last year? Were you able to count those up anyway? <laughs> like there was about seventeen, eighteen uh, that we knew. So these are these are events that we're we're not running right, uh, and so it's like uh, North Zone, you know, who are a venture capital partner, um, you know, one of the leading VCs in Europe. Uh, they did like a paddleboarding event for founders down the River <laughs> Liffey in, in in Dublin, and I was a little bit like, where are all these founders going? I saw Oivin from uh, Whereby, you, you know, leaving the conference at like eleven a.m. on the first day, and I'm like, where are you going? It's like, oh, I'm off to a paddleboarding event. But I'm like, well, we're trying to keep everybody in the venue. <laughs> but there, there, there are all these things that are happening, and like even I know that other VCs they do like little um, you know content sessions kind of in hotels and, and venues you know around the RDS. So they're pulling a little bit, uh, you know, people out of the conference venue, which, you know, to some, some partners, you, you know, might not be the best thing. But I, I guess we're at that volume now that it doesn't really affect too much. If 30, 40 people kind of leave, you're not going to feel how that, many hours, right? how they, many they folks did back. you have live last year? What was the final count? Live last year was uh, it was around, I want to say, like 3,700, something like that. Yep. And how many of those would you say were founders? Oh, how many of those were founders? But maybe like fifteen hundred, something like 1, that. Fifteen hundred, so pretty good yeah. density. I mean, call it fifty percent, little south of fifteen percent are are founders, yeah. and again, all B two B SaaS focused. Walk me into sort of we want to we want we're going to focus on three things on the interview today. Here, the yeah. first is twenty twenty two performance. The next is why we're excited about twenty twenty three, and then lastly is just yeah. I think you're one of the world sort of best in the world at building community, right? And you're doing this in a variety of different ways. Um, but when you think about, I mean, a lot of people think community, you just stick up a Facebook group and you invite some people. This building a community that requires very real time, money and energy investment. I mean, are you comfortable sharing and sort of talking about 2022, what you guys spent all in to get 1500 founders in one spot? Yeah, 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 sure. Um, so what did we spend all, all in? Uh, I mean, overall, I would say it was probably about 2 million, something like that. Okay. What's the um, most for, expensive for the Dublin thing? event? The most expensive thing, um, I mean, obviously, apart from our own overheads uh, uh, from the team, I think you just over like pr production, right? Um, so we're 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 spending 
between you know 500k to you know a million on 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 production so it, it's certainly less what than is that what does that mean does that mean like av or like lights yeah and stages? It, it's stay it's stage design it's building out the conference so like we we hire out a venue and it's effectively an empty shell right and then you know three days before the event that that venue is empty right and then when the event opens and and literally people are working like 24 hours a day you're building the stands you know building the stages and the uh, and you you know as the door opens they might be still like you know turning a few screws and finishing bits off uh, you know kind of here and there but literally within 3 days the whole thing the whole sort of like sastock festival uh, is built right and uh, uh, and and we use you know one company which then uses you know a number of like different like suppliers to kind of help pull that all together so it's a big operation and obviously our team is mostly sales and marketing kind of focused, right? We've got two ops people. But How many folks are full time today at SaaS Doc? Uh, Twenty-two today. Yeah. Wow. And what were you last year? Last year, by the time of the event, I think we were like seventeen or eighteen. So, like okay. at the beginning of twenty twenty-two, we were nine. No, we were nine. We were, yeah, we were about nine because like post uh, pre-COVID, we were twenty-four. When we scaled down to nine during COVID, to kind of keep it lean. You know, our costs and uh, went. Uh, down or had to go down so our yep. revenue uh went down by two thirds uh and then we uh we we started to hire slowly and build back so it was about 17 by the time of dublin last year yeah, yeah. okay and 22 now that's great I, I like these the reason i'm asking these questions is if someone you know if you're a SaaS founder listening today and you want to build your own community you sort of understand what kind of hiring what it costs to put on your own event like this sort of thing so what you've done alex just to communicate back your full-time employees are really focused on marketing sales and ops and then you have a bunch of vendors you pay for sort of event specific items av location etc Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's fast forward to 2023 because Sasdoc is coming up. It's October 16th. You should really land on October 15th, hopefully, in Dublin. You've got a great group of speakers. I pulled out a couple I'm excited about, and I'm hoping you can maybe give us a tease on what we can expect from them. I think Aircall is potentially a great IPO candidate in 2024, over 130 million dollars of revenue. You've landed Jonathan, one of the co-founders, to speak. What can we expect from him and what stage is he on? Do you know? Yeah, I I really like uh, Jonathan's on the scale stage. Um and is I had to double biggest? check that. Uh, it's the biggest stage, yeah, uh, and really that's for the companies like Aircool. Uh, obviously, their Aircool is, uh, I think, you know, classified as a centaur. You know, a company that's doing 100 million in revenue. <laughs> I think you said now it's like 130. Yeah. Uh, I've had Aircool on the, on you know our podcast when they were probably I think Series A, uh, and obviously you, you know we've kind of followed their journey o- over the years. Uh, you, you know, as as Sastock and uh, themselves has has grown right, but they've obviously grown a lot a lot faster. Uh, I had to check Jonathan was still coming because he's left Aircall. He's still the co-founder, oh. of course, but he's left Aircall. And now he's he's set up like uh, uh, an investment fund for property. So he's now into hotels and car parks and, and things like that. <laughs> and I was like, is he still going to be interested in speaking at a SaaS conference? Uh, but he is. Obviously, he's got 10 years of lessons right, from uh, building out Aircall, being the co-founder. I think he was the COO at one point, uh, but he was also really kind of responsible for building out their, you know, initial go-to-market kind of motion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's actually going to uh, be sharing how, you know, the playbook of how they built their sales go-to-market motion to 100 million in revenue. Uh, interesting things that I, you know, I've learned from conversations with Jonathan is that in the early days, you know, they they hired interns. Uh, uh, to kind of come in and, and be their sales team, and they were paying them like a thousand euros a month, uh, I think. Uh, and uh, and getting them on the phones and like they really built he built out an outbound sales motion on the phones doing cold calling 
Uh, and that was really how they scaled, uh, you know, certainly in the early days, their sales. So we're going to hear from Jonathan the things that they did, you know, getting to that first million ten and then to to 100. And obviously, these are broad ranges. Um, but uh, he's got the insights there and he's a fantastic speaker uh, and is now building a property empire. So he probably won't talk to you about that. Uh, but uh, he's I definitely one to watch. So he's going to be a really good uh, one to watch for sure. What I also love is that when you really get deep into the SaaS stock community, and we'll talk about that in a second, you, you actually get sort of breaking news really before it happens. And a good example of this was last year. You know, I always go to SaaS Society. It's one of the highlights, I think, of the event, which is a curated group of 25 to 50 founders going to a castle after the event and really going deep. There's very little recording happening. So conversations are really open and candid. And you always have Susquehanna, at least last year, you had Susquehanna yeah. speak and they talk talked about backing founders. And he put up this big circle chart about their business cadence they expect people to do in a year. And literally the week, like the day or the week after I left SaaS Society, I was reading that Susquehanna gave uh, Greg up at Muckrack. They did 180 million Series A investment, of which a big chunk of that was secondary for Greg. So great story for Greg. You have yeah. him speaking. What should folks That's expect right. to learn from him at SaaS Doc this year? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I'm really looking forward to that. Greg's going to be a first time speaker. He's obviously, you know, flying into to, to Dublin for this event. You know, he bootstrapped to 50 million ARR, um, which uh, you, you know, again, was such Huge. an impressive feat uh, to 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 do that. Right? I don't know what the percentages are of, of founders that have done that, but I, I'm sure it's less than one percent. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, that's going to be super exciting. He's going to share that why you know after bootstrapping to fifty million, you know, and and that's a great business, right? Why he took venture capital, why he did a secondary, you know, and really kind of share openly and honestly uh, his thought process about doing that. Of course, I mean, look, you know, if somebody's going to be investing one hundred and eighty million and there's a big secondary there, it's going to be tempting. But if you've got a fifty million ARR business, right, there perhaps isn't is is no need to. We we know. Uh, some bootstrap founders that are at like 100 million ARR and, you know, with great profit margins that will never sell their business, right? Because they, there is really no need to. So it's going to be really interesting to understand why why Greg has done that. And I think perhaps, you know, part of it is around like faster growth. There is the secondary part, but faster growth for the business because you're seeing the potential for Muckrack to to maybe just, you, you know, get to where he, he wants it to be a, a lot quicker than that bootstrapping route. Um, so, yeah, I think it's called the journey of bootstrapping to 50 million ARR. Before bringing on an investor, why things have changed, right? And uh, it will be open and honest conversation on the bootstrap stage. I'm sure you'll be there, um, you, you know, in the in the front seats and uh, uh, watching that one. I, I will. I'm very I'm very much looking forward to that, guys. If you're hearing this going, man, I want to learn. It's sasdoc.com. Then click in the upper right nav events and click sasdoc. 2023. It's in Dublin. Starts October 16th. Many stages. Called. Oh, how many are going to have this year, Alex? You think three thousand, four thousand, five thousand? Yeah, uh, I, I think it'd be around sort of like 5,000. I think it's where we're sort okay. of pacing at the moment. Yeah. Guys, 5,000 yeah. attendees and what I like is a very high concentration of founders. They also do have world-class VCs there like Bessemer, Chris Yance, obviously, is a go-to with his napkin. But Excel will be there as well. But also a lot of really great founders. The bootstrap stage will be packed. So again, check out sasdoc.com to jump in there. Alex, with our last five minutes, I want to focus on something that I think you're just uniquely good at, which is community building. Yep. Uh, you have the community memberships. You just told me you got back from Amsterdam last night, a 14-course yep. meal, 1 a.m. Yeah. You do these smaller events and you do the big ones. For people listening right now, running their own software companies, maybe with you know three, four, five, six million in revenue, thinking about doing their own sort of community building, where do you recommend they start? Yeah, it's a it, it's a good question, right? I I do get asked this, um, you know, often. I think like you know, I I initially built out an audience from 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 doing content, right? First of all, it started with content, the blog, then the podcast, 
uh, I think we, you know, we followed a, a similar path to, to to that perspective. So you capture sort of the audience, those that are, you know, let's say you you, you focus on a particular ICP, the founder, SaaS founder, or a bootstrap founder, create relevant content for them. The way that I did that, because I'm not a SaaS founder myself, was getting those that you, you know have been in the trenches to create content uh, and effectively put on that kind of like editor role uh, for them. And then I took that content and the email list and the newsletter. To, to start doing local meetups, right? Which I, I guess we're kind of still doing the grassroots stuff through SaaS.local, but, you know, enabling that a little bit more at scale. So you meeting make money, with the Alex, community. on the locals or is the purpose there really is a funnel uh, for the main Not event? really. It, it, it's more of a marketing thing. Like there, there is some revenue there, um, uh, but uh, but effectively, like, we, you know, it, it, it's not significant uh, like for us, right? So how do I think you convince the these very answer, smart, yeah. like I see Christian and TechPond, you convince very smart people all around the world yeah. to be your local SaaS stock reps. How do you yeah. do that? How do you recruit people worldwide? Uh, it, it's a good question. I don't know. I just kind of like, I meet these people. I seem to get on with them and they, they seem to, I don't, we just seem to like get on. They're kind of, it's like our tribe, our people. And I mean, I, I find it like in, incredible sometimes that like people like Alex and TechPon, he's running his own business, but then he's going to like, you know, all in on SaaS stock. He, I, even yesterday he posted, he's got his car. Uh, and he, he's he's put a big sticker on his car like SAS local book arrest, and he's driving around <laughs> for the next month with SAS Doc's logo on it. I'm like, what's going on here? But uh, yeah, like uh, so, somehow you, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's my secret source to like you know get people to like uh, bought into what we're doing. But I think it's like maybe maybe that's it, right? People are buying into the why. They're they're getting value from it. They're enjoying the SAS Doc events, right? The SAS Doc founder membership events. So like Alex is part of the SAS Doc founder membership. You know, we've taken him to Amalfi and Coast. What is that, Alex? To... For people that don't know what founder membership is, what is it? So, but like, if, if I'm sure the audience is familiar with like an EO or a YPO or you know, basically support networks and organizations for founders. What we're doing is that for SaaS, uh, and effectively looking to build the world's leading support organization for B2B SaaS founders through mastermind groups, through networks, through events, right? And we we take people out to great events. They have a great time. They meet their peers. They get unblocked from things that are, you know, have been blocking them for a while. They get out of their plateaus. They get inspired, uh, and I think I think it just kind of resonates, and it's been helpful for people. And so, like Alex and for Stefan Smolders, for instance, that are part of SFM, uh, you, you know, and then from that, because of because of that, they get really bought into the value that it can help others like them, right? And so I think they're just the, of of that mind. They have got that pay it forward mindset. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, it's a great group. And and um, wh- these are like, if people join, they get access to a dashboard and then there's basically a list of events coming up and they can pick which ones they want to attend or how does it actually work once you're inside? Like, like, yeah, it's it's more than that. I, w- I would almost like take the tech out of it, right? The, 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 okay. the tech, the, no, nobody, like the tech isn't isn't that important. Like they, they join because they want to be a part of a group of founders like themselves who are scaling to 10 million in revenue, right? Uh, and, and with that, we then put them into uh, smaller groups of like five, six, seven people that uh, that are either, let's say, they're going from five to 10 million in revenue or one to five million in revenue. We put them in that group uh, and then they meet on a monthly basis and go through a, a, an agenda that we've kind of curated for them uh, and to help them, you know, progress their, their business and, you know, unstick them. Uh, and then we do like regular like online workshops for them and we get great people because we've got a great network that we've built out through our uh, uh event side of the business and, uh, and so they get access to you know we had amir orad from sci kind of come in and do a 
you, you know, Chatham House rules kind of session and, and, and just really just answer questions. And people are like, wow, this is great, you, you know, like th that you can bring people like this in and, and help us. And then we do these annual retreats. So we went to Amalfi. I think you joined us on that one in mm, yep. 2022. We did Mykonos this year, which uh, you probably – it was amazing, but you're lucky that you missed that one because uh, I, I felt terrible for about three days afterwards because we didn't get much <laughs> sleep. Um, and then next year, we're going to Morocco, right? We're going to the desert oh, wow. Morocco. So it'll be the the opposite of uh, of Mykonos. We've got this whole camp uh, in the Moroccan desert. Uh, there's no nightclubs anywhere near us. and We won't be able to escape. And uh, it's going to be great and really authentic. And just having like 40 founders like together for two days, like, it, it sometimes it's as simple as just you know you know picking a a date a location and getting the right people together the magic happens right and you know if I dumb it down to that sometimes that's all I do right and it and it just works guys on that note again uh, 2022 big success SaaS stock he invested over two million bucks of his own capital to bring three thousand seven hundred folks in the SaaS world together fifteen hundred founders, 17 to 18 side events. He's building his own team, now 22 people, getting ready for SaaS Stock 2023, October 16th in Dublin. Go get tickets now. Ticket prices are increasing at a regular pace every 7 to 14 days. So the longer you wait, the more expensive it is. You want to go grab a ticket. Great speakers. You're going to learn from Air Call and Jonathan, his go-to-market motion. 10 years of lessons from growing Air Call to over 130 million bucks of revenue. Also, Greg at Muckrack. Why did he bootstrap to 50 million in revenue and then decide to take $180 million sort of secondary? Uh, uh, round from Susquehanna, including partially a secondary. And then lastly, again, something SASAC just does so well is the community. You're going to meet folks that are going to these Mykonos retreats that are doing 10 million of revenue. Great group, great community. Founder Path will be at the bootstrap stage. I'll be presenting the state of SAS 2024 on the main stage as well. Alex, thank you so much for having me. If people want to grab tickets, where's the best place to go check it out? Just go to sas.com uh, and then go to sas.dublin. Just click on that in, in the menu and you find the event. You get tickets and we're two weeks away. So yeah, you know, make sure you get there. It's going to be the place to be. Uh, I think it's, it's certainly the biggest SaaS conference that's happening now between the end of the year. And you're going to be uh, with great people uh, with an entrepreneurial spirit. And you get to hopefully see me and you there and have a pint of Guinness. And uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Guys, we'll see you October 16th, guys, in Dublin, sasstock.com. Alex, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan.